0: that is going to be my new intro this meeting is being recorded because zoom does that brother we were just talking you got daddy duties coming up man so we got to we got to do a quick interview today chris how you doing man welcome to the protectors I'm good, man.
1: It's uh, it's Tuesday. It feels like a Monday, though. It's a good weekend, and uh, yeah, man, grinding it out, man, grinding all day. Grinding. It's an absolute grind every
0: day, twenty four seven. Whether that's taking care of family or if it's if it's working the business, man, you always got to keep grinding.
1: Yeah, man, I can't stay still. So if I'm if I have nothing to do, it's it's actually a problem. I, I would rather have too much to do than just be chilling at home doing nothing. So um, rather rather be busy than bored, for sure
0: the truth, man. You know when, like, why I talk, i talk to a lot of veterans. I talk to a lot of uh, law enforcement people, a lot of emergency responders, and when they don't have something to do, when they're not grinding, when they're not hustling, whether that's like you know just having a lot of different things around the house or doing something, that is when you really get to those dark times, man. And uh, you got to keep busy.
1: It's like man, it's like a, it's like a disease. Boredom's a disease, man. Like you, you that's when you start getting crazy and thinking of crazy stuff and. You stay busy, man. If you have goals, you're trying to obtain them, you're always gonna have something to do. You're always gonna be on track. So all the time, just get some new goals, man, if you're bored.
0: That's the thing, though. It's like, you know, with your background in sports, the same thing with your whole family is you have this adrenaline. You need to expend that adrenaline, whether that's now in your new mission with not even a new mission anymore, with with ice shaker or if it's doing something else, you have to have an outlet man, you have to have an outlet because that's, that's, that's the next mission, man. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about your outlet after the sports games.
1: Yeah, man. So for me, it was, um, you know, a transition that was something I never thought was going to happen. I actually transitioned out of the NFL and um, went into a business with with my wife. She started a a customization company and um, it took off, man. It it was, it it was exploding. It was a great market to be in. um, And she did it after my third year when, you know, she was sick of trying to find a new job in every city that we went. So it's like, I'm done interviewing. I'm going to find a way to work from home. So she did. And, um, you know, pretty soon I realized there was a great market there. I went into it myself and, um, I just, I kept busy. I was probably working probably close to hundred hours a week, uh, just starting this business. And I didn't mind the work, man. I, I, I actually stopped working out. I was just working all day, every day, waking up in the morning, working till like 10 p.m. And I was so busy, I didn't even realize how fast time was going by and how much I was really working. But that helps helped me a lot with the transition because it really took my mind off of sports. I didn't, you know, get depressed or anything about, you know, not making a team or being hurt or coming back from injury or anything like that. It was just, hey, you know, I fell into something else that I'm doing really well with. Let's just keep building this out. It's you
0: know, it's okay, NFL you're not putting your life on the line. You could die, obviously, but it's a really tough sport. But I always equate it to kind of being like a tier one operator or someone come from the special operations forces. And their career is either over suddenly due to a medical issue, or they retire and they have to move on to something else, but they're at the top of their game. And now you transition. And I see so many operators going into business because it's the same type of drive. Let's talk about that thread, that, that first, like, you know what? This can be the next thing. I'm not over here anymore doing the top tier type stuff, but now I can make this into my own top tier. Let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, man. I think a lot of people, they they have the drive to do it. Uh, what they don't have is is necessarily the knowledge uh, to do it. So my biggest thing and one of my biggest mistakes, I think, and the thing that took me the longest to realize was you know, building that same team, like that same atmosphere that you have when you you are an operator, when you are in the military, it's such a good structure, but it's already pre-built for you. So you don't learn how to build it. You're just in it and you don't realize how great it is until you leave and you try to start your own business. And then you sit back and say, wow, man, what that structure they have, everything they built out and and all the steps and everything that's done to get you ready is actually super impressive. You know, that's when you really realize how impressive it is to have built out that structure that they have. And then you have to then implement that into your business. You have to get everyone on the same page. And it's very hard in business because it's not the same as sports or the military, where there's one goal, everyone's looking to achieve that goal. And if you don't, it's going to hurt everyone in business. A lot of people are just showing up trying to get a paycheck. And that's the only reason they're there. They're not trying to help you win. They're not trying to help you make money. They're not trying to reach for a goal. They're just going to show up because they have to be there and they're trying to make a couple bucks. And and that's it. And then they're going to put no effort in. So you have to realize that and you have to build a structure to get everyone on that same page. So they do want to win. I never thought
0: about that in the concept, you know, it just, I had an epiphany when I'm talking to you, like the NFL is almost like it's almost like a military team. Exactly where you have, like, you know, your objective is to win that game on a Sunday or Monday or Thursday, whatever days are playing nowadays. But and you have to go through the whole concept of the operation of like you know what hey you know what this is our plans for this week we're going up against this quote unquote enemy we have to do this this, and that and you're with a team you're at a team and you all know what you're doing, but then when you bring that into the business world, exactly what you just said, a lot of people are showing up to get a paycheck. That's why I see all these recruitment firms trying, getting hired out to hire the right people. How did you build your team into the ice shaker team? And before we go on, I'm I'm going to show you I. I've showing you before i got my my original ost yeah, yeah, we're, we're gonna go into ice shaker in a little bit because i'm sold you sold me i didn't even realize it was a the the gronk brothers doing it so are you doing it i really didn't i was like oh, i love this thing but how, how did you build that team that initial team
1: and let's talk about some of the pitfalls because it's not always easy yeah man I, I was gonna say we gotta talk about the pitfalls first because it, it was super hard man i didn't know what i was doing um you know, you run and you, you get friends and family and you just, you just try to to keep it close. Right. And, and you can't, you know, once it gets too big, that's not possible anymore. You have to go out and you have to hire people. And once you do, they have to know exactly what they're doing as well. So the, the pitfalls were <laughs> plentiful at, at first. And, um, I would say most of them were my fault. Uh, you know, first off, I didn't know what I was looking for. Second off, I wasn't giving them the responsibilities that I wanted them to fulfill and I wasn't training them very well either. Uh, so I was so controlling, I wanted to do everything myself. Uh, so I'll give someone a responsibility and then, you know, I kind of just pull it back and I never really teach them to the level that I knew it because, you know, it, it almost felt like I was losing control. And as an entrepreneur, that's probably the worst thing you can do because you can't control everything. There's not enough time in the day to, to have all the responsibility on your plate. And all it was doing was stopping me from growing. So, uh Hiring wise, I really what I started to do then was I would figure it out. I would put the process in place, and I'd do it myself, and I'd master it. Uh, so if it was sales or it was marketing, it was email marketing, Facebook ads, whatever it was, I would actually master it myself. Uh, I get to a point where I felt really good about it. I knew everything about it, and I'd say, "All right, it's time to hire someone now." And then I would look for someone with that skill set. I knew they had that skill set because I knew what I was doing. So I bring them in, I test them and ask them, I'd have them show me what they're doing. And then if they could do it and it all matched up to what they said they can do, we're good to go. And then from there, I would still, you know, then it would work with them and, and really try to also learn from them at the same time and let them implement things that I didn't know that could make us all better together. Uh, so that was always a big emphasis that I would, I would put out there as well. Like, Hey, this is how I do it. I think this is the best way, but if there's a better way, please show me because I would love to learn myself. and. You know, we're here to learn, we're a small business. I'm not going to force you to do something a certain way if there's a better way to do it. So, uh, that's how I started hiring. Man, I'd I'd master it first, put everything in place, and then I'd I'd bring someone in to take it over for me and and teach them the best that I knew to do the best job that they could.
0: What was the most humbling experience when you started building this team? You know, because I, I see, you know, with the background in the NFL, like being in the game and being like, wow. You know, you're looking around at like thousands of thousands in person, then millions watching you. And then, wow, you know, you're opening a small business and you're like, I've got to do this. I've got to win. But how do I do it? What was it? What's something that really like pinged you and said, oh, man, what did I get myself into? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that was that was the first the first day I got the product in, man. um you know, you're so excited. You wait. feels like forever. Uh, went through like 20 different prototypes and tested everything. The one thing I didn't want to happen was, uh, to have a bottle that leaked. So, uh, you know, did all these different seals, like did everything. Right. And and I finally get the bottle in hand. And, um, you know, the one issue we never had was with the pop tops, pop tops, always sealed. They always work, work great. And, uh, ordered 10,000 bottles. The first shipment we got, I filled them up filled up the first two. Perfect. Fill up the third one, flipped it upside down and just leaked all over the floor. And I'm like, there's no way this is happening right now. So, um, that was definitely the first humbling experience for me. Uh the next couple of months, I changed out every single lid. We had to get new lids shipped in, changed out every single one. Um, had like super massive forearms, man, from just twisting these lids off all day. And uh, you know, that was that was the first thing where I was like, man, if if I didn't love what I was doing, um, I would have gave up on it right then and there because it was just it's a ton of work, man. It, it could be the greatest idea in the world. Uh, first off, you gotta let people know about it, which is extremely hard to do, but Second off, you know you're not even necessarily doing what you started doing in the first place. You kind of become this this problem solver as an entrepreneur. You're just figuring out things that you're like, man, I never thought I would know how to use, you know, Photoshop or YouTube, Facebook ads, like sourcing product. Like it just it gets insane, man. But uh, you kind of just become like th- this ultimate problem solver at the end of the day. Self marketing is tough, man. Self marketing
0: a product, and you have to be hundred percent behind it. Because that is your product, man. So you get this product, it's good to go. And you're like, huh, what's next? What's another way to do this? We go to Shark Tank. Yep. I tell you, man, I I I saw that one before, but I didn't put two and two together before we set up the interview. I watched it again over the weekend and I'm like, this is the funnest Shark Tank I've seen. <laughs> so let's talk about that, man.
1: Yeah. So no, so I did. I got the product. I had no like actual business plan or anything. Uh, so when I received it, like I had no clue what to do. Uh, I went right to Amazon first and, and that was my first strategy was to get to the top of Amazon. And I did that just by researching all the good listings and seeing what they had in common. And then I started doing those same things. So like pictures, keywords, descriptions, all that. Um, you know, I started putting them together in a similar fashion and all of a sudden I was, I was ranked number three for shaker bottle. My sales took off uh, that in-person shows. And then that was the one thing I had up my sleeve the whole time was uh, this opportunity to go on Shark Tank. So I knew that before I started the company that, um, you know, I had this email from my agent from 2013, and it was asking, I think it was 2012 actually, asking uh, if any current or former NFL players wanted to get on the show Shark Tank. So I had this saved and like in my mind, it was this whole game plan. Like, you know, I'm gonna have a couple months to sell, I'm gonna you know, sell like crazy, then I'm gonna pitch to them, and then I'm gonna sell like crazy and get on the show and get like this massive valuation, right? And, um, so that, that was it, man. Like I got the product in January. I knew that they were going to film the next, uh, season in June. So I had this six month window at month three, uh, I contacted them and I reached out, I had about $25,000 of sales at that point. And I said, Hey, you know, I have this cool product. Um, you know, there's a proof of concept behind it. Like, I think it's, I think it's good enough to go on the show. And, um, you know, I was lucky enough to, to get it on. And then I was able to pitch at six months to the sharks.
0: That is incredible, man. That is. Um, so I we, my my experience with with the, the ice shakers, OSD had it. And, you know, I hate – I've had the plastic bottles. I've had the the warm-ass uh, protein powder in there, and it sucks. I've had water bottles, and the first thing you do is they leak. And I'm hoping that this bottle doesn't leak, but I'm guaranteeing it won't. So I got one. I ordered one from Ice Shaker. So everybody out there, when you hear the – pop it really does yeah you gotta double click it too man you gotta double click it. i'm like over oh, here shaking it and there we go we've Nobody had people know nothing like, man um, like, and this was in. awesome because it's like it's got the restricted tag on it but i did throw the protector sticker on there a while ago heck yeah so uh ice shaker man i i'm sold on them i have every bottle you can imagine upstairs from hydroflash to everything else but like you said they don't have the pop top you're not just going to open up a hydro flask and just start jamming down some, uh, some protein powder mix or anything like that. You can't, you really need to do something like this. You really need something like this. It does have the other thing that I absolutely love is this little carry handle on it. So uh, I love the ice shaker, man. And I love that you you teamed up with OSD and you're also teaming up with a lot of other military type things. I saw today, I was looking at your website. You have these, uh, this military package, thing where you're giving proceeds to other organizations. So you're actually thinking outside the box of not just profit inducing, but you're also looking out at charities and stuff like that too, brother. I appreciate that.
1: No, absolutely, man. Yeah. We've, we've donated thousands of bottles through through OSD to, to our active military. Uh, we work with fit ops. We've worked with fit ops for over a year. Um, you know, we're donating money back to them to, to help train. vets to become uh, personal trainers uh, in the fitness industry. And then, um, always just trying to do different things. We have a really cool organization here called um, adaptive training foundation uh, right here in, in Carrollton, Texas, probably about 20 minutes from our warehouse. So we're going out there, we're doing, doing workouts with vets and, and amputees as well. And it's just, man, it's, it's grounding, man. Like it's, it's, it's just a different feeling to go out there and see these guys still, you know, arms missing, legs missing, just still absolutely, you know, beating me in workouts, man, like just like crushing it still. And, just uh, you know, high spirits and just really encouraging everyone else as well. So man, I go out there and it's just, it's a game changer for me every time I go there, but uh, I try to do as much as I can, man. Anyone who's willing to, to sacrifice everything to protect their country, I want to make sure that I give back to them. And it, it really is very similar to football as well. You know, in training camp growing up, um, you know, Arizona, University of Arizona, we were going out to Fort Huachuca and we we're training. You know, that was really when I, I first got introduced to the military, the military lifestyle, and it was very similar to football. You know, the, the big difference is they're not making any money compared to the football players, and they're willing to risk their life to, to protect our country. So everything else is it's very similar. I mean, the training's right on point, the discipline, uh, the schedule, everything's very similar. So um, it once I got out there and then did a bunch of events in the NFL as well, I realized, you know, how much they really sacrifice to do the things they do for our country. So I always want to support those those people that are willing to do that for our country.
0: I love it, man. And I do love Arizona. I have a really good buddy out there, Eli Crane. Uh, also on Shark Tank, uh, Navy SEAL, small business, started doing bottle breachers, or little bottle of okay, bars, yeah, yeah, 50 caliber, sure. 20 millimeter. They're awesome, man. Enough to get you a uh, an ice shaker bottle breacher, man. But uh, yeah. Arizona's where it's at, man. I lived out there by Huachuco. My wife went to uh, Intel school back in the day. Oh, I man. love love some Arizona, brother. Love it. So, Ice Shaker, you're doing good, and um, let's talk, man. What's next? What's the next plan? Are you gonna you gonna keep rolling with the Ice Shaker? Do you have anything planned?
1: Yeah, man, um, I'm all in with Ice Shaker. Uh, we've got a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, coming out with half gallon, full gallon jugs. So, super excited about that. But we're trying to do anything that will help you live a, a more active and healthy lifestyle. So, uh, right now, we're we're sourcing lunch boxes that are more of like a cooler lunch box that. Uh, double compartment, bring it to, bring it to work. But on the weekends, you could easily bring it to, you know, softball, football, uh, baseball, soccer games, stuff like that as well. And almost like a little cooler that um, you could bring for your kids as well. So uh, that's something what's happening into next, but man, everything we do is just, uh, you know, how can we help people uh, live a like active lifestyle? Really? it's, It's mostly based around what I do, man. Every time I'm like, man, I really need like a really cool, like cool backpack or like cooler to bring my lunch in every day. Uh, yeah, I'm like, well, let's make one, let's make one. I'm sure if I need one, everyone else does. Exactly. You know, and as you said that
0: I, um, my son works out every night, 13 years old, works out before he goes to sleep, uh, brings a gallon jug of water with him every day. When you brought up a gallon, I'm yeah. like, you really do need a gallon. I'm drinking like three or four of these a day. Yep. Um, you just need to hydrate, even if you're not working out. So when you brought up the, the gallon and half gallon, I'm like, hell yeah. Everybody out there, take a moment, go check out the ice shaker website because it's not, it's not back to this old school black with it's, do you have some like serious designs? on there? <laughs> Like I saw a tie dye one and I'm like, that is awesome, man. And yeah. 36 ounces too. I mean, you, it's not just the, uh, the normal size ones anymore. It's really cool, man.
1: It's going. Yeah. We got a lot of product now at this point. So I think we are up to over a hundred SKUs at this point. Uh, just Different patterns, colors, bottles as well. Um, so it's it's just starting to. It's. Uh, do you do uh, custom corporate orders? That's one thing I was going to ask you. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we do a ton of that now. And um, it's just becoming bigger and bigger for us. Our, our, our other business that my wife started, it was a customization business. So um, it grew and it grew super fast because of our uh, ability to turn orders quick. So most of the stuff we were doing same day. Uh, And we tried to adopt that model with ice shaker. So uh, if you're ordering something like a thousand bottles or less, we're usually able to turn that in five business days or less, uh, unless it's, you know, holiday season, something like that. So um, order of a hundred, you know, if you needed it next day, uh, we could probably ship it out the next day for you as well. So um, we try to turn everything quick and we're able to really put anything you want on it. So it could be, uh, you know, a corporate logo. It could be a saying. Could be for an event, employees, customers, really anything you want to do, we can we can tailor towards that. Okay. I do have to say this this
0: is not a paid endorsement by Ice Shaker, but one thing about free swag from corporations and stuff like that is if it's crap, it's like these cheap plastic bottles. People are gonna remember your company as a cheap plastic bottle. So if you give them a good product, they're gonna remember you. And this is especially all the corporate the corporate gigs out there, like you're going to give a speech. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. It's good to have good swag, really good swag. No, no offense to anybody out there always sending me these free swag
1: things, but yeah, absolutely. Man, It's, it's so funny because every, I mean, at some point everyone buys a cheap swag, right? Especially yeah. start off. And then, uh, you know, you realize like, you, you know, you buy the cheap shirt. That's just, you know, it doesn't feel good when you wear it. You don't even wear it yourself. Then you're like, man, what, what was the point of that? You know, I could buy something, maybe it's double the price, but You know, people are going to rock it all day, every day. Mm -hmm. They're going to be excited when they get it. They're going to take a picture of it. They're going to post it on social media. They're going to tell the story behind it. And, you know, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for people to talk and they're not going to talk about some garbage that you you got for them. So if you're going to do it, do it right. And I'm not, 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 my friends
0: and everybody send me swag. It's great. But like, I I ordered some swag ones from like one of these companies and like, they always send me pens and everything else. Like every other week, buy more stuff. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm never going to buy that. Brother, I know you have a lot going on. I do want to tell everybody, check out Ice Shaker out there. Incredible product. And uh, I love it, man. I really love what you're doing. And I'm, I'm looking forward to following you, brother.
1: I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on.